0: Hello, welcome to Spotlight, a late summer blast of creative sun. Spotlight, brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. This evening, more from Jackie Morrie-Grace, who, having just released her latest collection of poetry, is already talking about her next project. We head down south as Philly Gorn chats to artist Joan Moore about his open studio in Castletown, a forthcoming art exhibition in Laxey which is all about fungi. Catch up with the incredible productivity of local singer making great waves across the water, as they say. Francesca May. Remember, do get in touch with any creative artistic endeavours you might be involved in, planning, hoping to create, or would really like to put in the spotlight. Poetic, visual, theatrical, musical, literary. Yeah, you know the list. Email spotlight at maxradio.com or straight to me, Howard Kane at MaxRadio.com. I'll read them both, I promise. But before any of the above, I'm delighted to tell you, I'm sure you all know of course, we have a new Manx Bard, the wonderful and clearly delighted Boxy Closs was appointed to the position of ninth Manx Bard last weekend at a great ceremony held at Morehouse Farm in the south of the island. Boxy's work Menallin's Revenge or the Ballad of Camag was very well received by the judges, we're told. She now takes over the bardic chair for the next year from Michael Manning, who did such a great job, and we oft heard, of course, on this programme. And I'm happy to say that Bogsy is happy to continue in that tradition, performing a poem every month for us here on Spotlight. Congratulations to her. Watch this space. Now, we heard from Jackie Morrie Grace last week, poet, musician, writer, the list goes on. About her latest collection of poetry just released entitled There Are Worse Places to Hide Than Inside Secrets. And whilst it's barely hit the shelves, Jackie told me she was already planning
1: her next book. And I've hit that blank wall of what am I gonna draw for that the idea behind that, like I said, I've always been really I love visual art. Like at my husband's an artist and I absolutely it's like um I'm always fascinated by it when i was growing up my friends who are artists i, I couldn't understand how they did it. it was a complete mystery so i'm intrigued by it i find it really hard and things come in fits and starts and they tend to suit projects and then i kind of freak out and i can't do anymore um so yeah, the next book is called Sea Thief and Other Horrors. Um, it's the three prose poems, and then there's my five Penny poems, which are just longer poems I've written about another character called Penny Farthing. Um, and that's all it is, and the idea was it was going to be like quite nicely illustrated with, with watercolours. Um, and it will happen. It will happen, Howard.
0: It will. I have absolutely no <laughs> doubt. Are you going to give us uh, something from the current collection, then?
1: I am can I also just say a little bit about the book and Without Wings absolutely um, so so basically initially when I started compiling the book I was going to dedicate it to Without Wings um, I can't give a donation because it's Arts Council funded mm-hmm. um, but I can promote the charity whenever I'm talking about it so that was a charity I founded in 2016 and we um, raise awareness of things like psoriatic and juvenile and rheumatoid arthritis lupus and ankylosing spondylitis um, we provide free counselling for people affected and also other funding and a bit of patient advocacy Information, thingamajigs, things like that. Um, so the book is dedicated to, to that that cause. Uh, but I changed the whole concept, which initially was about movement, to really about just general um, about about the writer in general, especially in twenty twenty three, as AI has come in and the whole the whole person of the writer has completely changed forever. So my book became, I thought, well, I added in all my 2023 poems. There weren't loads to be honest, but I added them in, Um, including at the back. There is, I haven't added the poem, but I've added a QR code because my book is absolutely peppered with QR codes. Yeah. Yeah, And that goes to like um, a video YouTube recording of me doing a poem called Drop the A, which is my take on what, what open source AI is actually doing to creative arts in general. And, why we need to really still carry on promoting human art and valuing it and how we're we going to do it i don't know <clears throat>
0: no it's an inter- it is an interesting topic and you think it does get to the stage bearing in mind ai is relatively you think already people are worried about it and it's difficult to tell and it's still pretty early stages developing you think where will it be in 5 10 15 years time with the speed of development and I don't know is the short answer, and, and uh, as you say, it's already we've got stuff where it's difficult to tell whether something's written by a man or machine or woman or machine, as the case may be. Ten years' time, where will we be? Who knows?
1: Yeah, yeah, and so it. it what I wanted to include in my, my, my book, I thought, well, I'm going to include everything, because this is all, well, not everything. I've, <laughs> I started doing another book last night. <laughs> yes, don't get <laughs> one at a time i know i know i need to stop this so um yeah yeah i need to focus on new projects you know anyway so so but what i talk about in it is about competitiveness and it's about this fact that i'm a musician right first and foremost it's what i trained in i've got two postgrads in it i did it for years and years health problems made it difficult for me to do all the teaching and everything and living on the isle of man of course but um but with, with musicianship, by and large, you, you know, you're rooting for each other all the time. So if you've got a band, you want everybody to be absolutely, you know, on top of the game. When it comes to poetry, I found the poetry scene really hard because people tend to be measured in terms of competitiveness. And I don't like that. Um, obviously, having a platform is amazing. If you win something, it gives you, you know, you can publish books, you can do all kinds of things. But, but the reality is that each person, like you said, who got up at that slam had a story to tell. And they all told it well. And that what they're creating, it, it's so uniquely valuable for, to them. And so I, I really talk about in the book how it's its important, maybe with, with AI, it's important that we start to actually value each other more as creative artists. It's not valued enough. It's very much product. And, um, it, you know, people do see product over process. But when you do creative stuff, you are, you are caught up in it. It's a very exciting process. And I say, I am going to read it. Hang on. Do it. I know that we're massively running out of time here. Hang on. I say here that um, it is so crucial to personal and societal development, from creative thinking, playfulness, and joy, through to confidence and authenticity. Creative arts enrich us, unite us, liberate our minds, keep us mischievous, and keep us free. We have a duty to protect this bounty, and I do believe that. I yeah. do believe it.
0: I think absolutely right. Absolutely yeah. right. Right with creative minds. Give us a poem <gasps> from the new collection, of course. From the
1: new collection. It's very topical.
0: Excellent. We like topical.
1: <laughs> okay, you have to see what it's. Guess what it's about. They're softened to a dew, and they're huddled in masses a rich, purpley hue spread eagle-like jewels against raindrop-intarsia sewn webs, where hawthorns and rose hips ramble in intergalactic wandering ambles at end, in a curious peeking of many fit to burst heads. Watch brambles. Snare-like strips of straddlers cut their sniper stripes through razor blades of soaking grasses. Shredding to threads those of the unsuspecting and thoroughly unprepared, exposed ankles. Beware. Camouflage ruts combine to undermine safe passage to the briar-clad harvest. Strategic trampoline required to defeat an army of carpet weed and pothole traps of sodden ground defences. Till you arrive. A butterfly tremors. And there, just within your grasp, they lie. The crushed velvet of The blackberry treasures
0: marvellous that is, that is topical fast? isn't it lovely no i like it i like it and that reminds me i haven't been blackberry this year yet i have i, I have should get out
1: apple and blackberry pie last oh
0: week. my favorite my favorite listen wonderful stuff as ever great to catch up and uh, yeah i am really like it It's very topical i like that one a lot very nice and uh, the joys of blackberry and it's true there's always little yes pitfalls along the way <laughs> if you don't get covered in blackberry juice you'll fall down something um people want to get hold of the collection where do they go
1: OK, so I'll put it on quirky.im. Um, I haven't really had time to actually distribute distribute it yet. Um, it will be on quirky.im. I will ask Bridge Book Shop if they'll be very kind, as they have my other two books. Um, so my website, I suppose, which is www.jackiemorreygrace.weebly.com.
0: And if you want to read more like that, and lots not like that but just as good, get yourself a copy of Jackie's latest collection, There Are Worse Places to Hide Than Inside Secrets. And as well as via Jackie's website, they're available at quirky.im, the Bridge Bookshop, and again, com. So easy. Spotlight. Brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. Now, when my colleague Philly Gorn told me he'd been down south to chat to artist June Moore to see his new studio, and would I like to hear more? How could I refuse?
2: I've opened up an open studio in the square, a a building in Castletown, that's been divided into kind of small businesses for about a year now. Um, I moved in about three weeks ago with the mindset of mostly using it as a studio and maybe, you know, a little bit of space to show work. And it's been fantastic. You know, the public have been remarkable, um... I've been an artist-in-residence in places in the past, and uh, sometimes it feels like every third person comes in just to tell you how much they hate your work. <laughs> uh, but but that's not happened here. It's been really good. So uh, plenty of tourists. And, and Castletown is such a different place now. Like, I grew up in Castletown. I'm from here originally. And, you know, I used to work in the co-op in the 90s, and, you know, it's a different place now. It's fantastic. I think they've, they've made massive improvements. Because, of course, uh,
3: we're recording this on a really nice sunny day there's loads of people outside sitting in deck chairs uh, sitting at uh, cafes uh the various tables and things um
2: yeah it's it's quite a cosmopolitan feel to the place isn't it it is yeah and uh the bus loads of tourists we get you know i've never i haven't i've certainly never seen anything like it on the island this year um so i, I don't know who's responsible for it but they're definitely doing something right
3: and it must be good if it's attracted a famous artist such as yourself to come to Castletown.
2: I don't know about famous, but uh, I've been threatening to do something in Castletown for a very, very long time. And the opportunity presented itself. And uh, I, I just wish I'd done it sooner, really. Um, you know, it's really great. I can work on paintings, commissions, things like that. Public come in, they see what I'm doing. I've got originals on the wall. I did have more originals on the wall. Um, but kind of good but kind of annoyingly people keep buying them so I, I can't really keep up with what's going on which is what led me to do this kind of drawing exhibition mostly to buy myself a little bit of time
3: and of course that's the reason um, that prompted me at least to come along um, and uh, you've got some rather interestingly
2: named uh, vikings and drawings of same so yeah uh, everything I've ever done starts off with a drawing you know I, I think it's a uh, massively useful skill for any creative to have and uh, i think it's vital uh i th- in my opinion if you can't draw you're in a bit of trouble in in this industry but um but yeah so uh everything i do starts with a drawing and i kind of ummed and about doing something kind of you know with the number 100 i've done a lot of things i've done 100 paintings 100 drawings 365 paintings before for for projects but i thought no let's do something something good here um And something funny, because I'm aware that perhaps where I'm located, I'm not going to get kind of your typical art gallery crowd in. And I've always been a great believer that that art should be accessible to everyone. So I kind of think if I can create a piece of art or or an image that somebody can have a chuckle at, I think art's taken way too seriously. Um, So the idea was that I, I found 100 Norse names. And then with each name, I gave them a silly title, like Vigo the Not-So-Great with Swords, or uh, Vlad the Sickly, things like that, you know. And I'd just create a humorous little illustration that somebody will look at the illustration, read the title, and hopefully get a little chuckle out of it. In in terms of the
3: exhibition, then, um, how how do people come down here? I mean, is it on? How, how long is it on? Where where, where do they come to? All, all of those sorts of uh, obvious things that you <laughs> might want people to know to get them here.
2: Yeah, so I'm here in the square building. The show opens on Sunday at 11 o'clock. Uh, it is an affordable art sale um, because I feel guilty because I haven't done a show on the island since 2016. God. So I, yeah, it's been a while. I've, I've done stuff elsewhere and, and a lot of illustration stuff just haven't done anything on the island. Um, So I feel like I owe my art buyers something. So each drawing is only £35. Um, They'll be presented uh, on the wall. Uh, If somebody wants to buy one, they just come tell me. I stick a red dot on it, and the show's up for the entirety of September. And then once it's over, whoever's bought stuff can just come collect the work then.
3: That's great. Uh, And in terms of your work generally, I mean, uh, are there things like websites and things like that that people can look at or... uh, Um, is it best for them just to come down here and have a
2: chat? Um, I'm a very social person. I like talking. You know, I'm more than happy to be interrupted from whatever very important painting work I'm doing to have a chat. Um, But, you know, if people would prefer, they can catch me on social media. If they just just go on Facebook, I think it's doing more art. Same on Instagram. Uh, And I do have a website. You know, if you just Google my name, you'll find it. Um, But, yeah, mostly, yeah, just come down and have a chat.
0: So why don't you do that? Drop in, have a chat. As you can tell, he's a friendly sort. You'd be delighted to see you. Now, staying with visual art, but at the other end of the island, well, laxy anyway, the lovely Loom Gallery there. And whilst I was there recently chatting to creator Julia Ashby-Smiles, she told me about a new open art exhibition coming up in the next couple of months on a fave subject of mine. Last year, when we came down and had a chat, we had the wonderful, uh, I think it was Insectomania?
4: Insect Mania. Yeah, yes. that was
0: brilliant. And with that, with, well, the, the clue was in the name there, really. Insects everywhere for the theme for the whole art exhibition. So there's another one coming along and we did mention it, or you mentioned it off the back of last year, saying, oh, we've already got sort of next year's theme, which is...
4: Fungi. Fungi, moss, lichen, liverworts, moulds, yeasts, smuts, mildews and immiscites immiscites anything that's fungi and belongs neither in the animal world or the plant world all those wonderful gorgeous weird things i'm loving
0: it already now i haven't even seen anything yet but <laughs> so what's this this is open to what, to anyone or
4: open to anybody the uh it's free to enter and the the details to how to enter are either on facebook or you can email me at julia or there's information and the submission forms in the gallery at the moment and you can create anything related to fungi and the other things that I mentioned Mm -hmm. Um, in any medium in any form any size and if it preferably you could see it on the Isle of Man but because I can imagine that there's going to be some magical fantastical things coming they you might need some magical fantastical mushrooms to help you with that but um who knows and so i imagine again that there's going to be a whole diverse array of different mediums and subject matter within that very wide ranging fungi and et al subject matter and hopefully it ties in with the national fungi day which i think is 7th of October
0: mm, I should know that Be you right somewhere on there yeah.
4: and the inaugural National Moss Day which I think is the would 20- National Moss Day A Moss Day, my favourite um, which I think is the 21st of October and then of course it also spans over all those spooky nice Gooey, yeah. Halloweeny type, hot chunnay, mushroomy type things.
0: It is perfect sort of theme for the time of year. Open to all, as you say, and if it's anything like last year, it'll be a gem because there was just—I mean—there was such a range of uh, interpretations of the theme. And like you say, there were everything from the kids through to some of the best known artists on the island. A real mix.
4: Yeah, that's the joy of having an open exhibition. You have people who have never exhibited before and people who are world-renowned who just wanna get their teeth into something a little bit different. And that's, that's what makes it fun and really enjoyable to see all those different styles.
0: I'm looking forward to this one already. Uh, get yourself down now and catch the Creative Network now for the next few weeks. Wonderful and a great display there. Closing date for the fungi exhibition for the entries going in.
4: Handing, dates in? handing in dates are Saturday the 16th of September, Wednesday, the 20th of September, and the Saturday, the 23rd of September.
0: And then the exhibition itself, which uh, obviously will be a fair amount of work, I assume, to get it all up.
4: Um, I'm hoping that it'll be open on the 7th of October. Oh, that's a quick turnaround then. Uh, I might not sleep.
0: (laughs) (laughs) A reminder again of those hand-in dates, 16th, 20th, 23rd of September, if you're putting art in, the exhibition, for non-artists like me, Opens on the seventh of October. Hopefully, can't wait. Before I go, a little bit of music. Francesca May, a prolific island-based singer-songwriter, whose work widely heard not just here on the island but on the Beeb across the UK. Well, she was on Christie's Late Lunch recently, singing and talking about her work and singing live in the studio. I should say, Christie asked her about her latest singles, which have been apparently coming out apace.
5: I've had them lined up for a while. Like we've only recently recorded them but I did write them like a good few months ago so I've been waiting and waiting and waiting to get them out so um yeah just just trying to get them all out
6: and you've got the perfect companion here because you've got Andrew who of course is your kind of studio producer kind of engineer, writes with you as well you do all sorts Andrew yeah. don't you
4: yeah well that's what makes it a bit easier for you because we can just write and record and in, in the same day basically so I suppose that's probably helped yeah. towards the output and but, you um, do
6: all this kind of in your own sort of home studio settings yeah. don't you yeah
4: we've got a lot of space up in Belfast, so fairly recent but um it's going well and we've got everything we need there in terms of instruments so we can do it all ourselves which is
2: what happened for the, the latest song
6: but, yeah uh, I love the fact you're putting out so much new music and uh, your music's doing very well off Ireland as well isn't it as Andrew mentioned it's being picked up by BBC Introducing you seem to be across a whole number of different stations now yeah it's great
5: so Dave Monks at BBC Merseyside he's actually played the new one twice which doesn't Woo-hoo. happen very often and Emma Linton and BBC Cumbria is playing Missing You Tonight
6: um, and she's given me some support in the past as well which is great do you get feedback then from people off Ireland when they've heard it
5: I do sometimes get a couple of messages um, a couple of new followers here and there from
6: people that have heard it yeah it's nice Oh, I'm so glad. It's exactly what we need. And there seems to be a lot of that going on with the fantastic music from the island, isn't there, at the moment? There's a lot of artists who are kind of breaking through and getting a lot of international recognition now, which is great. Must feel lovely to be a kind of part of that now.
5: It is. I love it.
6: Oh, I'm so pleased. Well listen, we're gonna you're gonna play for us live and just tell us what we're going to hear and give us a little bit of info about it before you actually sing it for us.
5: So this is called Venus. It's a proper soppy love song and it's gonna be on the upcoming EP.
6: So excited. It's this first time. Going to hear this. That's very it is, cool. Yes, with Andrew on guitar and Francesca May singing live. Take it away, guys.
5: Misty eyes in the morning. so far just to get where you are and without you there's no Take it back to the start Everything's changed but I Still feel the way that I did Nothing's the same But I still look at you like a kid I travel so far just Yeah, where you are and without you, there's nowhere to go. Let me be your Venus, I love you one
6: word. Well, that was gorgeous. I'm going to do the the one person clapping thing.
0: (laughs) I'll add to the clapping. That's at least two of us now. Great stuff. Check her out. One suspects she is going to go far. That's about it for this week. Don't forget, if you want to hear anything, go to maxradio.com and download the Spotlight Podcast. Listen where and when you want. Why not try it whilst cooking a nice risotto with a chilled glass of Chablis? See you next week when we'll hear all about this year's Festival of Choirs. Until then, look after yourselves and whatever you're doing, be creative about it. Cheerio.